All right. Yes, sir. Yes, Poppy. <laughs> okay. That sounded a lot better. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> all right well first off i want to say thank you for waking up at two in the morning to do this debate natai <laughs> i know it's fucking time differences right so <clears throat> as natai mentioned this debate is going to be about uh gender roles the portrayal of gender roles and feminism in anime i am very uh, well, i won't say very i am uh going to take up the pro-traditional gender role portrayal and the anti-feminism side of this debate. I, there was one thing, though, I really want to be very, very clear about. When I'm talking about feminism in the context that we're talking about it, I'm going to be mostly referring to the concept of third wave, third wave feminism, which started in the early 1990s, and it it's, you know covers op, uh, topics of like postmodernism and <laughs> oh god that was a sneeze i'm sorry <laughs> intersectionality and womanism and sex positivity and 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 things of that nature um so that's actually the role i'm going to be taking um i i i also want to say that a lot of this comes out of uh the debate that we had during our recording of a podcast that we never actually did which was the darling and the frank spoiler cast so I know. Rest in peace. That podcast, which will never, you will never ever hear, um, that two and a half hour ordeal. Um, so I hope that that this debate that we're going to do has the same kind of spirit of that debate because I think a lot of us actually enjoyed that conversation that we had during that podcast. Anyway, that's that's my opening statement. <laughs>
That's second wave feminism. You're just you're just eating popcorn. I am. Am I am I going first? <laughs> okay, I figured since I had the first opening statement, I would go first. Um, so, oh, okay. Poking hole. Or we are keeping tabs of how many sexual innuendos are in this debate. <laughs> um, okay, so it is an interesting question, um, but I, I think I can answer this maybe with another question is, why is it only male to female that has to be considered a, a feminist like position? Why can't it be the other way around? I mean, and it's it's a it's a literal it's a good question to ask because why does it only have to why why does it to be feminist? Why does it only have to be one way i'm i'm of the opinion that given what feminism specifically second wave feminism stands for that that male and female um human beings or even anime characters in this particular regard can be treated as pure equals then i think yeah male to female can certainly be considered feminist um i don't know trying to think of the best way to put this i'm not sure if it necessarily is always going to be like a feminist idea depending on how it's portrayed or how it's actually done in the medium whether it's like anime or manga um but i suppose it could be i think it's it's kind of the the sillier the the better question to ask is why does it have to be male to female to be feminist though yeah Oh, <laughs> he has power. <laughs> yeah, we should have rehearsed this beforehand. <laughs>
Oh, God. I know exactly what you're thinking about, too. Hashtag Bowsette, best girl. Um, I, I can certainly see where he's coming from. Like, and I think I understand what you mean by demeaning. It's like it's almost portrayed as if the women couldn't exist without the male side of them. Is that my? Is that basically it? <laughs> I mean, if I ask a question, you can respond. Wow. <laughs> so are you basically saying that it's demeaning because it means it's basically showing that the female side of them can't exist without a male side? <laughs> I mean, in, in that in that sense, you could almost say it's like cross-dressing. Oh, yes, yes, they are. I mean, to to use an example, maybe from a show that came out this year. Um, I've done forgotten the name of it. God damn it! <laughs> oh, Maho Shoujo Ore, which was a show where it had females transitioning into males. That's why. That's part of the reason why I bring this up. Like, how can one be feminist and one not? Or how can is that feminist? Is that more feminist than male to female? Keep it civil. So you're saying that since it's not permanent, it's not necessarily like it it doesn't really count. Well, you could you could definitely say that about a character, and specifically in Fate, like Saber, who is supposed to represent King Arthur, who was most assuredly a man, and Saber, who was most assuredly a woman. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, it may be a trap. I don't know. I'm not an expert in the Fate series, so I don't know for sure. Um, there may be a story in which Saber's a trap. Um, but... <laughs> Um, 
I, you are right. There's definitely there's a, there's definitely a um, there's more there's more examples of male to female gender bending than there is the other way around, um, and maybe that's why the question is actually a good question. It's 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 definitely overrepresented male to female, so maybe that's if it isn't feminist, then maybe there's something to be said for that. I don't know. But do you think do you think that was done for equality's sake or do you think that was done for aesthetics' sake? Or marketing. Yeah, well aesthetics marketing. I mean you can market aesthetics. Well, I guess what a good example of that might be uh Mahoshojo Matoka Magica where literally the entire cast is female. Oh, uh Uma Musume. Yeah, all the all the yeah, and that bothered me so much because it's like they can't you can't reproduce. <laughs> Yeah, but even with fate, like the 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 whole the source material for fate is an arage, and arages are almost exclusively marketed toward men. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, I, I would definitely take the, take your premise though that. That you can you can market male to female gender bending way more than you can female to male. I personally think so. Uh, it certainly hasn't been tested as much. That's for sure. It, it'd be interesting to see, like, if it, if there was ever an equilibrium that was like arri they arrived at an equilibrium between the two types of gender bending, which one would sell better? I, I suspect it would be male to female. Mostly because I think men would enjoy that more. <laughs> True. I mean, this could actually be something good that uh, that studios could could look into. It's like, why not? Why not try and see if there's actually a market for this? I, 
I, it is. It is. It's, it's very. I would have to say that, given the fact that I think that male to female gender bending can be feminist, I would have to say that I would have to think the same thing about the opposite way around, female to male. Because if you think about what feminism is supposed, allegedly supposed to be about, it's about equality between the sexes, right? What's more equal than saying one can be another and the other can be something else? Hmm. I you know I don't really think about it like that. I think like if you're changing genders, you're probably going to be a somewhat different person. I mean, maybe if if you're talking if you're talking strictly in terms of story, then yeah, I would actually go along with you on that. But if you're talking in terms of pure aesthetics, then I I would have to say that maybe not. I would say I would say also it it's good fodder for fan artists. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I didn't know there was actually a competition. Wow.
<laughs> Nietzsche, there's there's so few men in Nichijo. Oh my, sexual innuendo number two. I'm almost tempted to actually agree with show on this, but for a completely different reason. Um, I think the big question here is how much does life imitate art and how much does art imitate life? Uh, so I mean, like, like show says in anime and manga, especially in harems, like any harem made after like 1995, um, you can look at that and, and, and like all of the men in the, the like the center of the harem is so fucking weak and limp wristed. It's like, I don't understand why all these girls like me. Uh, and so, yeah, I can say, I can definitely see how anime and manga and whatever could certainly exacerbate that role. But I think it, it speaks more to the actual culture injecting that into their art than it does the art injecting it into the culture. I mean, think about it. Since since the end of World War II, there has not been there has not been a more pacifist group of people on the planet than the Japanese. I mean they're 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 very uh they don't take the conflict very well. They just they kinda they stay they stay on their islands and they don't fuck with anybody. I mean, it's seriously that. I mean, that's what their culture has become since World War II, and I think what you're start you're start you've started to see that a lot more, especially in the last two, maybe three decades in anime and manga through you know stuff like harems and and romances and 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 stuff like that. It's like, and the further along it goes, I think the the more you're seeing it because the more often you're seeing it because that's all it's become. Okay, I was about to say, like, what are you talking about, Nichijo? I'm sitting here thinking, like, what, a man? I mean, there are men, but, like, they don't feature in, in prominently. <laughs> Well, think think about this. Like, if if because according to a bunch of different studies, it's like somewhere between what sixty five and seventy percent of their men of men in their thirties consider themselves to be herbivore men, and that's like self reporting. I mean, if you have that low of uh of a dating pool to work at, of course, if you're a woman looking at that, you're going to be more aggressive.
I'm I'm sh- I'm, sur- I'm sure there certainly are a small subset of women that are doing it too, but it's like maybe this goes to the difference in men and women's personality. It's like when they're backed up into a wall and they don't and they don't have people they don't have such a small dating pool that they can draw from, what do you do? You become more aggressive. I'm sure it apply it can apply to men too. And this could definitely be a cultural thing where it's like it's something that's just inherent to Japanese culture. Who knows? I mean, I'm not Japanese, so I can't really speak to that. I've never lived in Japan. I've never really uh interacted with people who are from Japan that much, at least not to my knowledge. Um so I don't really have much to draw on in, in that. I I'm just my whole point is that I think it's more art imitating life than life imitating art. Yeah, well, you're saying it it perpetuates an already existing problem. And maybe not even perpetuates, makes it worse. Okay, so I can actually... uh, Let me draw on a... A relatively recent example. It could be more recent if Dean would get their shit together. Um, so Konosuba, you can sit there and say Konosuba's a harem. I don't think it is, but but look at the main character of Kazuma. Right, he starts out as a sort of he is a neat. Let's call it spade a spade. He's a fucking neat, and well. Pretty much, yeah, at the first episode. Um, so he's pretty much neat. You can probably assume that he's to some degree a hikikomori. Um, so when he actually goes into this this other world, he becomes the complete opposite of what he is, which shows that like there's this potential underneath all of this reclusiveness to be more than you are to be like more manly and like it's more incumbent upon the people to overcome this than it is to just like cry in the corner and say woe is me this is my lot in life that's the whole that's the whole point of this question I mean, that's kind of it's kind of my point about about Cosmo. Like he, you could definitely say that he's a sort of herbivore man, uh, especially at the beginning of the story when you meet him. But he kind of overcomes this. So I'm saying that it's it, it may be something indicative of the culture, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like all encompassing. It doesn't have to define the person that they are. So there is a way out of it. That's true. You can. That's true. You can. But I, I, they, they, I'm not saying they necessarily go hand in hand. But the, I would say that the the chance of you being an herbivore man is higher if you are a neat and a hikikomori.
No, not in, I'm sorry, I'm saying not in the new world. He's very he's way more assertive than he seems before than than he was before he got there. Yeah, I mean, he kind of he kind of fills that role pretty well, I would say. I have, I do have one other thing. I think this has way more to do with things like Aragaze than it does with things like anime and manga. Think about, think about what Aragaze offer, right? Aragaze offer you the chance, especially nowadays with, like, fucking amazing graphics, and you have, like, these peripherals that can jerk you off. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, which, yeah, exactly. Um, so, if you had the option of, of buying into all that and never having to worry about having to please another person, and you have this program that can please you constantly, and you don't have to give anything back to it, I think for a lot of people, especially people who find it difficult to socialize i mean they're gonna choose that if they can especially if they have the means and the wherewithal to do it because it's the it's the least amount of effort so i think that has way more to do with it than than anime and manga does And if you if you can spend five hundred dollars for a VR set that'll jerk you off every day, and you don't really want to put in the effort to actually try and get to know somebody, who wouldn't choose that? Well, I mean, people do get addicted to pornography. Yeah, I think it might be a little more widespread than you think. Um, yeah. Um, but I just think that the, that that whole act of like the the, very, the physicality of like you know virtual reality and the way it is today kind of makes people way more incentivized to try that out before they try out having an actual significant other. And that, I mean, and yeah, I think it does. Um, People who are disenfranchised with the state of the world, which I would I would assume is a fair amount of younger Japanese people, it's certainly something that would explain these very high percentages of people who can, especially men who consider the, who self-identify themselves as herbivore men. I do love the Japanese government's response to the, these very high percentages. The Japanese government currently uses phenomenon as one possible cause of the nation's declining birth rate. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. 
Yes, please. Yeah, I think we already kind of answered that question. <laughs> I'd like to point out it's still it's three AM for Nitsai, so give cut him some slack. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so my reasoning for saying yes on this is, again, a lot like my reasoning for the whole gender-bending thing. It's like feminists portray themselves as wanting true equality between the sexes, which is a, is a noble goal. Um, and I think that... <sighs> I'm trying not to use sexual innuendo here. I really am. <laughs> um, I think when it comes to traps, it's and I don't know. Don't know if I have to like elaborate on this, but a trap is very specifically a male character who presents themselves as female. They don't necessarily have to identify as a female. They present like either fashion wise or the way they like they might wear makeup or a dress or whatever. They don't and they don't have to be gay either. Um, but they present themselves as, as very effeminate or, you know, portraying very feminine qualities. I think, I think most feminists today specifically would look at that and say like, yes, queen, go girl. Um, because I think that's essentially what feminists want is where like, you can look at a man who's in a dress and say, okay, I mean, that's it. That's, that's my whole, that's my whole defense of this. Wow, this is not much of a debate, is it? I've found that the fandom around traps is mostly men. <laughs> Wait, you don't see that as an issue? Well, you can certainly look at traps as trying to appeal to maybe a, a more, like, gay fan base, I suppose. Um, but I don't think that most traps are actually gay characters. Sure, they could be, but I don't think most are. But liking traps is. <laughs> Sexual innuendo number three. 
I mean, traps are traps. I mean, you. Maybe they're not feminist, but I they certainly kind of, I don't know, appeal to what feminists espouse, where it's like this equality. And I'm not saying that if you're a trap, or if you're a trap character, that you can't have a traditional male gender role. You can. I mean, hell, look at something like Felix Argyle in ReZero. Like, he's a fucking knight. He's a soldier, and he's a trap. Like, I don't think there's much more of a manly quote-unquote traditional manly role than being a soldier. Yeah, it's just, he's this, I would say he's probably more manly than most traps you see in anime, because, like, it's just an aesthetic for him. Like, it's how he presents himself, like, in a, in a sort of a fashion sense, but it's not like it's, it doesn't define who he is. That's all I got to say about that. You want to disagree with me so bad, don't you? Yes, I win! <laughs> have you- wait, wait, so what- no, I, I have to ask, what, what is your actual, like, generalized opinion about traps, like, as, as a character type? Could it be the same thing as the gender, the male to female gender bending? Like it's just, it's like for marketing or aesthetics just to draw people in? It could be. I mean, it could be purely fan service, in which case it's a very clever way to throw in fan service because it's not just flashing tits and ass at you. Maybe. Maybe. That still doesn't mean it can't be a feminist thing. Why? I mean, it does what it says on the tin. Just, uh, just a quick shameless plug. We actually had an entire podcast where we talked about traps. You should check it out. <laughs> okay so in in feminist circles in the west they always talk about toxic masculinity they, they point out these very masculine like traits that have existed for hundreds if not thousands of years that they point to men doing today and they say that's toxic why because it's masculine 
So I look at look at anime and manga, specifically, very specifically, shonen anime and manga, where let's be honest, a vast majority of the main cast of these shows is male. It tries to present itself as appealing to a male demographic, primarily male demographic, even though I know it has a lot of a lot of women watch shonen. I know. Um, and I point very, very specifically to the character of Kamina in Gurren Lagann. I don't think you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who has watched Gurren Lagann to look at Kamina and say, that is not a manly man. I mean, he exudes masculinity. As, as, I mean, that, that is his character archetype. So I look at that and I think, if I were like a, a third-wave feminist today, I'd look at that and say, God, he's so toxic. So, I mean, that, that's kind of what I, I meant when I, when I wrote this down as a potential question to ask. It's like, I, I don't think it's right to necessarily look at that and say, like, all, all of these hyper, like, masculine characters in, in anime and manga are, are going to be, like, toxically masculine. I, I, don't, I don't personally believe that this concept of to- toxic masculinity exists at all, much less exists in anime and manga. But I, th- I can certainly see how people who actually do believe it exists would conflate these portrayals of male characters in anime like that. Oh yeah, I think I, I think it's wrong to conflate that. Mostly because I don't think toxic toxic masculinity exists. Hell, the fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure exists because of masculinity. Name an example. Okay, not very specific, but okay. I mean, I it's a very generalized example, but I get what you're saying.
Wow, you are one of the few people in the world who will admit that. Wow, I'm actually shocked to hear someone say that toxic femininity exists. Okay. Would you say would you say necessarily then that like portrayals of the character archetype of the gyaru would be toxically feminine? Uh, so uh, okay, so so gyarus are a type, uh, specifically a type of female character in uh, anime and manga. Th- these these kind of people also exist, like IRL in Japan. They're 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 females that have like sort. I won't say co-opted, but they've taken a great deal of inspiration from Western fashion, and they've applied it to themselves to the point where it's not just how they look; it's how they act. So you have like Gyaru characters who will go look at like a cosmopolitan magazine, and um, they'll they'll take like they'll they'll wear the really short skirts, they'll wear the the blouse that you know shows off a lot of cleavage, they'll wear like a push up bra, and they'll they'll be heavy makeup, heavy face face makeup, and then they'll they'll take this sort of attitude as like I holier than thou, like they'll they'll look down at everyone like hmm, kind of like Asuka, and the the, the personality of Asuka in um uh. Evangelion, like she looks, she looks down on everyone and thinks that she's better than everyone else around her. Yeah, but so would you would you say that 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 kind of a uh, like a stereotypical Gyaru character would necessarily be an example of toxic femininity? Okay, well, so uh, so even if you don't necessarily agree with how I described it, would you say that Gyaru is, a- as you described them, an example of toxic femininity? I know, it's a very hard word to say. You can be hypertoxic too, just generally. <laughs> That's not a joke in my case. <laughs> I d- notice I didn't throw Natai under the bus. Oh yeah, she oh she's definitely. I mean, she she has it all the way down to she wears stars and stripes. I would say yeah, she's she's a better example of it than Well, so does Kamina. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, you're coming very close there, sir. All right, you need to stop immediately. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think I think it's way too easy for people to look at like portrayals of hyper masculinity in in anime and just say that's bad. I, I I certainly don't think most Japanese people look at it that way. Of course, I don't think most Japanese people buy into the whole social justice bullshit either. Um, 
But I mean, like I said at the beginning, like I said at the beginning of this, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has survived for more than thirty years now, based solely on its masculine properties, like on the masculine properties of its characters and on the masculine quality of its storytelling, where it's like, I am man, hear me roar. I mean, that's. The designs, but not the, not the way they act. They still act pretty masculine in comparison. Wow. You know, just because. Wow. Like, thank you. Just because you're a, an effeminate gay man. Uh. I don't know. It, it seems like it's way too easy for people to do that, and I, I, I don't think it should be conflated. I really don't. I think that it is okay. It is 100% okay to be manly. It is okay to, to eat meat and, and, and fucking strut your muscles. It is okay to do that. I mean, it's, it's how men compete with each other as opposed to women who go behind each other's backs and betray each other. That's how they compete. It's true. Um, no, see, the, my point is women compete with each other by showing. Men compete with each other by doing. Yeah, showing. Like wearing a bunch of jewelry, wearing makeup, wearing really nice clothes. By doing. By beating each other up. The real world. <laughs> I'm going to open up a weeb fight club. It's certainly, it's certainly not now. You're right. It, it was way more popular like back in the 70s, 80s, and maybe early 90s. Are typically weak bitches. They're soy boys. They're basically soy boys. No, and I think that... No, not necessarily. Deku certainly isn't. But I'm talking about modern modern shonen characters like Deku and, and MHA are not in any way what you would consider like really beefy or muscular. And hell, he's breaking his legs all the time. Yeah. But you didn't see that in old manga and anime. I mean, like, like I think Natai mentioned it. Fizz of the North Star. You watch that show. Fucking Kinshiro is jacked no matter what he's wearing or if he's wearing anything at all. 
I don't know. To me, that's certainly that they, those kind of, of of manga and anime, like Fist of the North Star, like JoJo's, like um, like uh, Gurren Lagann. Those those sorts of shows exude way more masculinity than your common uh, modern day shonen, like MHA or um, or Black Clover is another good example of fucking anime uh shonen anime with the, just a fucking soy boy for a protagonist he's still a soy boy G- wait did you say kind of like a dumb bitch no he is a dumb bitch I got nothing. (laughs) I'm winning. I think it needs to be the last question because we're, we're running up the time clock here. Yeah, we can talk about this. Ask the question. Okay, so this is an interesting question because, yeah, I can sort of see why people would think this, um, but I would say given the nature of how anime and manga is, yeah, there's a lot of it that takes place in high school, and, I mean, what sort of domestic role does a high school girl have um, besides doing chores at home? Uh, But ignoring that, when when you look at anime that involves adult characters i don't really think so especially when you consider that there are um there's so many really great uh like lead women in anime that just they don't have any domestic role whatsoever two that come to mind immediately are revy from black lagoon and the major from ghost in the shell not domestic in any sense of the word and yet they're really great portrayals of women in anime in fact we had a, a podcast on that last week. You should go check it out. <laughs> oh, number four. Um, where was it going with this? Um, I I don't know. I I don't think I don't think I don't think it, it's certainly not it's certainly not that common 
at least not to me. I'm there certainly are there certainly are portrayals of women in anime and manga where they have where the women have almost entirely a domestic role where they're basically a housewife for lack of a better term. Um, that is actually a really good example of one that I was just about to point out. Um, where like yeah, the main female character. Well, I won't say main female character, but one of the main female characters in March Comes Like Line is a housewife, a damn good one. And I would say actually she's a she's a great example of a great female performance or portrayal of a female character in anime. Uh, for that very reason that she's like she's the nurturer, she's the carer. She kind of has to be out of the you know out of like necessity for the situation that she's in with her sisters, but. Yeah, and I wouldn't say this is necessarily exclusive to female characters either. Look at um the role like the role of single fathers in anime, which was portrayed very very well in the anime adaptation of Sweetness and Lightning, which was back in twenty sixteen, I think it was. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Um, that actually portrayed like the domestic role of a man really well, in spite of the fact that most of these roles are done by women in Japan. So I don't think it's necessarily exacerbating, like, an issue that doesn't already exist. I think, obviously, there's a lot of domestic like, women who have very domestic roles and their relationships they're in in Japan. But I don't think it necessarily makes that, like, more prominent. There's there I would I would definitely say that there's 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 a, a significant lack of anime that focuses on people either male or female who happen to be like single in their early to mid 30s. I would say that that's mostly a cultural thing because that's very much frowned upon in Japanese society. It's like in Japanese society you're supposed to like be settled down by the time you're 30.
is that necessarily a bad thing? See, the women in domestic roles is actually an issue for you. I would say they're also women in general are also more highly encouraged to be subservient towards men than in the West. I would certainly say in North America, like they're supposed, like if if they do get into a relationship, they're supposed to accept being like number two in the relationship. Like the women aren't supposed to be the ones controlling the relationship. The men are supposed to like decide where to go and what to do, and for lack of a better term, be more dominant. <laughs> I'm I'm saying it. It seems to be more of a trend in in the East, which is I would say more of an old fashioned traditional gender role, which I'm not entirely against. Um. But you wouldn't say that there's no, there's there's something wrong with a woman choosing to do that. Okay. He's he's essentially a house husband. Yeah, well, yeah, they are. I do say they're they're exceptionally they're exceptionally rare. Yeah, they they do exist. The question though is is it a good or a bad thing? I happen to think that it's a good thing if it's the choice of the person doing it like if a woman chooses to be a housewife I mean, more power to her again and, and if a man chooses to be a house husband then sure why not um I'm, so, I'm certainly not against people forced into these roles if they don't want to be obviously any kind of relationship is a sort of an exchange between individuals about whose duty it is to do what but that has to come down to an in, like individual level you can't just put a blanket term of it saying anytime this is portrayed it's bad
See, I actually disagree with that because I would say that the that the segregation is kind of of natural depending on the story. Like I'm going to generalize here. Again, not all men and not all women. But most men are more like action oriented, like they go like they like to go do things and 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 like the work with their hands, so to speak, which I mean, a lot of shonen protagonists end up doing. They go places and they do stuff with their hands. They they go places to find a bad guy and they beat the bad guy up with their hands. Women, on the other hand, love to talk out problems. They love to talk out problems more than use their fists to solve problems. That's for sure. So that's what you see in, in shojo. Like you see a lot of there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of talking in shojo. A lot of dialogue. I'm not. It's not a necessarily a bad thing, but it's it. It shows to illustrate this dichotomy between men and women, like this traditional gender role, which I think is not—it's not really good or bad. It just is. It's like a biological fact. It just is. Yeah, but at the same time, the main character of Sailor Moon swoons over a guy. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have to be. It can be both at the same time. And like I said, it's not all women, it's not all men, but in general, that's the way it is. I'd say the traditional gender roles throughout two or three centuries would be fact enough, but okay. Yeah, interpersonal stuff, yes, because women are, by definition, they tend to be more like agree- agreeable than men <laughs> yeah i did He asked an even number of questions, so there was going to be a probability of a tie. I would like I would like to say something before we go, though. This isn't about... So, I, I mentioned at the beginning when we started doing this that this came out of a, a very long discussion that we had during our Darling in the Franks podcast that had to get scrapped. Um, so, I, I mean, I found out during this that the show and I disagree on a lot of, like, fundamental stuff when it comes to, like, gender roles and, and, and feminism. So that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this, because I thought it would be interesting. I also wanted to try something new with this kind of a format. So, I mean, if you guys like it, certainly let us know. We can probably come up with other topics to do debates on with other people. Um, but another part of the reason I wanted to do this was to show that just because you disagree with someone doesn't mean you can't be friends with them. Like, Show and I are really good friends, but we disagree on a lot of stuff. (laughs) 
But I mean, seriously, like in this time, like you look around, and you see so much division. It is okay to be friends with someone you disagree with, either about something politically or something, you know, like religiously, whatever. It is, it is okay to be friends with those people. It's okay to have debates with those people. I encourage people to like seek out and have conversations with people who disagree with you because it can actually be an enjoy. It can, it can be, it can be an enriching experience for both of you. So before you just shut someone out and say, your opinion is stupid, I don't give a shit about what you say, ask questions about it. You can start a conversation. Yeah, thank you for waking up at 2 a.m. to do this. Good morning. <laughs> 